holy gods above, this has been a series of days. Shut the fuck up, Siri. I'm sorry, but... Okay. Hi. Let me try that properly without summoning the thing in my computer. This has been an interesting couple of days. First of all, hi, Soul. We're in Crystal Brook. Rather interesting place. A lot of people keep dying. Which is not exactly the best of good scenarios. I'm sorry if this sounds mean. It is literally just me trying to cope with existential dread and terror. But... Damn. People do be dying. Uh, anyway, sorry, I'm getting off topic. Um, I uh, ended up, after I came back from a... Uh, side thing that I'll tell you about in a moment. Um, I ended up having a lovely chat with Dusty and finding out some interesting things about him. The rest of the group came back sometime later to inform me that they had proceeded to go into, uh, what was it? The Tomb of the God of Death? Or some kind of temple? Underground? Without me? I'm not bitter. No, not in the slightest. Um, but they did end up finding an orb that is able to house a soul and restore its body. Um, so they decided, or they decided to let me use it on Arya's dad so that he could be, you know, restored to health and not die because God no, nobody wants that. After that, we decided to head out, given there wasn't really much else to do, besides sit around. And we ended up getting some letters from a variety of folk. Um, our job that we'd had in Groggy Hill uh, ended up getting taken care of. And I got a letter from my ex. Or not from my ex, but about my ex, which is arguably worse. Apparently... She is in Trigus, and she might be going after the same thing we are. I'm honestly not sure, but it's easier to say that and have the rest of the party believe me than, you know, actually be honest with myself about what I think she's doing. Anyway, um, as for myself, I did write a letter to my cousin. I don't know if I ever talked about her. I doubt I did. We don't really talk much about her, but... Uh, there's a chance we might be able to get some help for this place. Slim one. But there is a chance. Hi, everybody, and welcome. You've got somebody out on vacation, and the other one's sick. So, um, we're going to do... A little fun side episode. Um, we're going to start with introductions. Uh, let's go ahead and start with Alex. Ah, hello. Ah, uh, uh, my name is Alex. I'm uh, very on the spot. Sorry. <laughs> Hi, my name is Alex. I'm. Uh, I play Rook, who is a half orc, half elf paladin of the ancients, who is panicky. 
much like her player. All right, Dust. Hello, I am Dust. I'll be playing Zeros, the Dragonborn Lich Barbarian. And last but not least, co-owner Lily. Hi, I'm Lily, and I'm playing Arya, the Divine Soul Sorcerer. And you guys know me. I'm the Diggity Diggity Dungeon Disaster DJ Master. Let me let me get us some sound here, because like we're just chilling with nothing. We're gonna pick up with you guys teleporting. Uh, last time we left off, you guys had just met Merlin himself. Um, and with that, he he kind of gave you a few things, and uh, some of them were were kind of helpful. Others he just couldn't. Help. And to be fair, even if you are an insanely powerful mage, doesn't mean you can pull off deity level things. <clears throat> so still kind of limited. But one thing he was able to do was uh, try to teleport you guys to the land of peace. When we left off, you guys had been uh, kind of entering this this room in this flash, and it was just this strange feeling. Halfway through, there's going to be something that's going to occur. The only thing that you're going to know is your body feels... Like, it's going to start to freeze over. It's going to start from your toes all the way up over your knees, past your hips, to your shoulders, and then to the lower part of your neck. It's almost going to feel like somebody has submerged you in ice. You're taking an ice bath almost. And there's going to be this racking scream. This feminine banshee-like scream and everything's going to phase out everything's going to go black and you guys are going to wake up in an open field but you're going to notice one thing two of your members aren't here the only people that will wake up together will be Arya Rook and Zeros What happened? That didn't feel right. Why the fuck is it cold? There's it too cold? much sun for it to be cold. I can't feel the cold. I couldn't tell. Where's Arm and... Where's Arm and Kadeth? What? Oh! Oh, that's not good. And Dusty? Is Dusty not with us? No. Oh no. Cyrus uh, is gonna st uh, stand up, and because I can't really shout in here, he's gonna shout out, "Kadeth, Aram, Dusty." You'll shout outwards to the fields. It's lush, rolling grassland. 
As the wind blows, it waves, almost like an ocean. But no one answers. Can I roll, like, a perception or a nature or something to figure out if this is somewhere we recognize or if it is actually where we're trying to be? Sure. Uh, roll okay. me a, a nature or a history. We're gonna make this a history. That's a 15. That's not awful for me. You know this place. <laughs> Probably been here dozens of times. But it is not your destination. You guys are currently in Hare Fields, in the middle of nowhere. Hare Fields? Hera. Hera Fields. Trying to find that on the map. Yeah. Uh, oh. Right right above Hazel. Yep. Oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's an I, issue. Oh, no. no. That's, that's a big issue, actually. Yeah. Can I, I make the same text or uh, to see if I I recognize the place? Uh, you definitely may. All right. Sixteen. You've probably traveled around here before. Oh, this is where. This is right around pro, like near the Crypt Cave Horrors, is where Xerox's son died. Yeah. You're. You're probably going to look around. The first thing you're going to notice is uh, ocean to one side of you, which would be mostly what you would consider Bruma Lake. Ocean to the far side, a small town in the distance. And even farther, a small speck that you could probably consider something that people live in. And two large forests bordering either side of you. We shouldn't have trusted that wizard, saying he's Merlin and all that. He didn't even teleport us to the right place. I mean, I don't know about you, but I heard a scream when we went through. I'm not sure that it might... was entirely his fault. I was going to say, that might be our uh, favorite icy bitch. <laughs> Do either of you know where we are? Yeah. We're, ironically, pretty close to Naveska. Uh, or in Hazel. Or close, somewhere in that general direction. What? I can't actually remember what it's called. Hera. Hera we're in Hera the fields. Yeah. yeah. Hera, kind of like the god. Okay. It's hard to read on the map, so. Yeah, it's, it's meant to be fancy. It's very fancy. It's just difficult to read. He'll, he'll point, like, to where the, like, where Hazel's at. It's like, that's Hazel. Uh, all the way over there. The forest up here, that's Crypt Cave Forest. So, we are way off our destination. We're closer then, than we were, though. Maybe it'd be best to head more towards that town? Because you did not mention that it was called Draftmore, so for reference, she's pointing towards the closer one, which would be Draftmore. She doesn't know what it's called, though. Because that would be the ocean then, right? And then we could sail from here over to Trigus? Yeah, in theory. We gotta find the others first. 
I have a feeling that they've either been teleported to the right destination or teleported somewhere completely different. Our best bet's probably to meet up with them and trigger us. Yeah. Unfortunately, yes. They'll have no idea where we are either if they're gone. Uh, and we better start making our way. Well, uh, Trigus is about 60 miles from your location. Mm. I mean, draft, so, draft more? Yeah, draft mm. more. Sorry. Dear Lord. If only Trigus was 60 miles from your <laughs> location. Yeah. Um, so, let's see. That's about... Uh, two, two and a half days-ish, give or take. Um, let's roll on the travel dice. Oh, no. Uh, I'm going to put somebody in the hot seat. Lily. No, why? Um, all right, let's take yeah. a look at travel day. So D4 no. is only one day, but... Medium risk. Let's do it, D8. Okay. It didn't even give me a chance to do my pitch. Nope. What? Oh. <laughs> I don't trust you. <laughs> oh, that's that hurts me on a personal that's level. So sad. Okay, so between my terrible rolling and your chaotic nature to want to roll a d12 every single time you travel, I do not trust taking advice. I love you as a person, but I'm not rolling a d12 because that was a three on a d8. Here's what's going to happen. You guys are going to start off. Within the first two hours, Harrowfields is going to do what it's known best for. Ah. You guys are going to hear thunderclaps over time. And eventually, this small little trickle, she'll start for about an hour, and it'll be sweet. Maybe you'll fill up your water canteens with some some standing water or, or something then in about an hour it's going to pick up and it's going to get bad winds are going to start gathering um, the rain itself is going to start hitting you guys are going to see pieces of trees kind of flying about as it not really like damaging but like pieces that are like dying off it's going to you're going to start seeing debris kind of whip around this thunder is going to start clapping overhead pretty hard. You guys are in the middle of a field. I would like to know who's wearing the most metal. Me. I don't think there's a question there, is there? Do me a favor. Nah. Okay. Roll me a D100. Okay. If it's below a 20, we might have a lifetime event for you. Yeah, you become the god of thunder. It's a twenty-seven. I become the god of thunder. <laughs> just, just a near moment lifetime event for you. Um, you guys will be walking. You're gonna feel the hairs on the back of your neck stick up. You're gonna feel almost like like electricity in your mouth, like you've you've touched a battery. 
You ever, oh, so like you ever like stuck your tongue to those D to those D cell batteries? Yeah. yeah. Kind of like that. And all at once, there's going to be a blinding flash. And about two feet to the left of you will then be a, a crack of lightning that will strike the ground, singeing it, and kind of leaving this just burn hole in the ground. This this crater. This horrible thing that could have been you. Okay. Brooke is gonna to... fall over. We need to move, keep moving faster or find somewhere to cover from the, the storm. that at all. Nope. Nope. We're... we're... <laughs> so he says, camp now or keep moving? Maybe keep moving and take your armor off and carry it in a pack or something. Yeah, probably. Rook will proceed to take off the armor. Put it away. And she's not... This is gonna sound weird in context. <laughs> she's not wearing very much underneath. Who? <laughs> like, it's just it's just underclothes. You will we... get a cloak out of Arya's back. I got a cloak, it's fine. You can double up because you're not wearing nearly enough clothes for this storm. Fine. I'm used to it. So I've here's another thing that yeah. I, I don't think has dawned on us yet. Nope. It's the middle of winter. Yep. There's no snow. Uh, and it's not cold. Do with that as you will. You guys will continue hey. for about another day. But even then, the rain will continue to pick up. That, that storm will heighten. The, the heavy rain will continue to pound. Everything is just, at this point, absolutely horrid weather. And probably about in a day and a half into your travel, it's going to slow you down. You're going to be about a half a day's travel to draft And you're just going to kind of be sitting under a bushel of trees that has just enough cover to keep you somewhat dry and yet still not dry enough to have a campfire. Hate everything about this. Im. This is terrible. I never want to come back to this area. Why is the weather like this? Because the forces above hate us. Or I think the gods joke. have just cursed this place. This is terrible. I've been here a lot, Corey, right? Because yeah. proximity to hometown? Yeah. yeah, I'd say that... So because of Trigus being, you know, kind of somewhere near... You know, near the equator almost a little bit. It's more due to pr prone to rain. Um, less likelihood of a chance of snow. Um, it oh. does occur. 
but it's not it's not usual. It and this definitely isn't usual. By now the rain should be freezing. Like everything may not be snow, but it should be cold here. It's sure. like somewhat. Another situation is that this storm is way out of place. It doesn't normally storm here to this degree. Um, you might get some, some showers, um, but you only really get this kind of a storm if something up north in the ocean is occurring. And by that, I mean a tornado or a hurricane. Uh, oh, there. no. <laughs> Well, no, go, go ahead. ahead. No, go no ahead. please. No, no, you you go ahead. I did. You didn't mention any of that, so I, what I was going to okay. say was after that. So yeah. Okay. Um. So, uh. So I I used to live down there, as I've told you guys. Um, it's not supposed to be like this, and I would be willing to bet money that part of that. Is because there is a hurricane. Or something. I don't know much about the weather. Man, freaking tastic. I vote force. then we brave the freaking rain and weather and run for it. Uh, well, I was going to say maybe we don't go towards the ocean. Where else would we go? I suppose everything is towards the ocean. Yep, because the other option is Hazel, which is the other direction going back the way that we came, taking entirely too long. We could head into the forest, one of the two. Not the Kripke forest. Then we which... head onto the Neveskin. Are you sure you want to go into the Neveskin forest? I was born and raised there. I have no issue with anybody who lives there. Oh, that's a worrying sound. <laughs> no, my my issue is with, frankly, the government of Naveska. Forest is where some of my happiest memories were. Few that I have. Won't guards or whoever be patrolling the forest? Would guards or whatever be patrolling the forest? Of Nebraska? Oh, most yeah. likely. However, oh. they're not prone to killing people as they used to. You see, for the That's listeners, nice. the history of Nebraska's forest is quite tragic. Um, Nebraska, or the elves, the elven kingdom, uh, used to wall itself off from the rest of existence. It did not allow anybody to leave or enter its domain. Well, it let people leave. But you were pretty much banished from that point on. And they would kill anybody who entered even a hundred miles into the Nebraska forest. And they did not hesitate. It didn't matter if you were dwarf, elf, anything. If you left the sacred lands and you tried to re-enter, you were tainted. And you were killed on spot. Now, past Zalem's demise, they've realized that walling themselves off only left them vulnerable. And so they opened the gates. Um, so now, I mean, there are still guards, 
but the likelihood of them killing you on spot is only about 20%. I love that that number is not zero. <laughs> yeah. No, it's never zero. Uh, Rook will explain some of that and say, uh, the nice thing is I am both from there and wanted, so they're not likely to kill me. Among other reasons. Um, and you guys are chill. The thing is, I've been hearing reports recently that they're wanting to reclose the uh, walls or something, but that is, again, problems with the Noveskin government. Gotta love them. I, I honestly think our best bet would just be to head to Draftmore and wait out the storm. I agree with that. We can take shelter in a building and it'll be fine. Alright. The further we're away from Kripke Forest, the better. Understood. I'd like everybody to roll me a perception. Pretty okay. Cool. Oh, no. What's an eight? Zero's will catch uh, okay. Hold, hold. I must scroll down, and my computer is slow. Hey. Rook is going to be the only person who's going to catch this. God damn it! As the storm crashes, as the lightning flares, right? In the storm, behind a cloud, as lightning strikes, as it kind of crescents the sky you're going to see a very large and almost familiar figure. It's two large bat-like wings, four legs, a long tail, and a really long neck with a maul so long and toothful that it looks almost eerie. Now, at this distance, to see such definition, you would have to realize that that creature is of significant size. Oh, good God. Can you uh, point out where on the map I see that individual? It is going to be flying over Crypte Forest. Oh, okay, that's handy. And over Draftmore in the clouds. See Rook freeze for a second. She says, Um, so there's a dragon over there. Maybe we don't. Okay, so the gods want us to go to Neveska. Brilliant. I fucking shit. What? What? God, I've spent enough time in forces. Last a lifetime and have to go back to another one. It's not that bad a forest, it's just. I mean, there there's other people like me, but. I, I mean, on the cool side, not the asshole side. I would assume, I actually haven't been back in. God, decade and a half. No, we're going to avoid going to the city itself, right? We were just going into the forest to seek shelter. Yeah, probably. You know, make sure not to get eaten by a dragon. Because uh, getting eaten by a dragon sounds like a problem. 
That does sound not particularly pleasant and sounds like a good thing to avoid. Mm. Mm. We should get walking. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, can I ask you, Corey, if I have a draft horse via fine steed, how many people can that draft horse carry? One. Okay. Worth an ask. It might carry two at reduced speed. Sure. Okay. So there isn't really a benefit. No. Okay. I will let Checker be confused then. So which direction do we think we're heading? Into the forest. Neveska. Yeah, I think forest. we're heading to Neveska. <laughs> yeah. Well, if we're or not Neveska, but the forest. Let me, let, huh? me, let me break this down for you. You're okay. about a half a day's travel to Draftmore. Yeah. And you are another two days, two and a half days to the forest. Yeah, but there's a dragon. Yeah. The dragon's flying it. in the sky. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just putting this in perspective because we're we're turning from one place. And we're yeah. choosing to travel farther, which means we'll need to more, roll more travel die. Yeah. So what do y'all think? Because I'm honestly ambivalent at this point. I'm cool with it. I just. No, I know. I'm just saying to the other two. I don't know. I thought that was an obvious sign, and now I'm confused. <laughs> the world say... lives around you. Yeah. So uh... I'd say we should keep going to draft more. I mean. Stay the course. Alright. Yeah, stay the course. Unless y'all want me to roll travel die, which I don't think anybody does. <laughs> that is a threat. Well, DM does. Um, and we do need another travel die. So here's what we're I'll doing. Because do I think we know, well, we know the answer. Okay. So let's make this tenseful. Somebody roll me a 1d2. On a 1, it's Alex. On 2, it's Zeros. I will roll the Very d2. Alright. <gasps> Great! Dust, that you answers that question. Die. You just want yeah. to throw the dragon at us? No. That dragon may <laughs> that occur a, regardless of your roll. That was a non-committal noise. Let's see here. The travel die. Let's let's see. I mean, we, you said only one day. Yeah, just one day. Mm-hmm. One day more. That risk. Another day, another destiny. That risk, though, Detail yeah. Of finding something legendary. It's up to you. I'm just picking. I know. It's never ending road to Calvary. Let's, you know, let's do, let's do, uh, a D10. Okay. <gasps> My god. I'm so proud of you for doing something other than a d12. I was never going to do it. High reward. Yeah. So, the first thing that's going to happen is you guys are going to follow Draftmore to a certain degree, and there's going to be a point where, you know, because you guys are coming from the field, you're going to be looking for the road. But off to the right of you is going to be this, this kind of cliff that's going to reach up a little bit. It's probably going to go about three, four, or five stories up, and eventually, you know, you guys are going to see the trees on the edge of it, and it's going to have that rock face kind of to that. And then you're going to come to a really 
large open mouth cave. And there's going to be singing coming from that cave. A very sweet, beautiful tune. The rain is going to let up. It's probably going to end probably about two hours before you find this cave. I feel like we should investigate. I feel like there's a cave right there and that we should probably go into it. Surely nothing can go wrong with this. Yes, okay. Let's go into the it is, cave with the singing. It is nice to not be damp. That I is fair. Know. A fire would be really nice right now. Mm -hmm. I'm sure it's just another person trying to get out of the the rain and they're trying to relax by singing. Okay. So you guys will enter... Um, you'll hear like kind of like soft stones underfoot. Um, you're dripping. Uh, Corey, as we go in, I am popping a divine sense. Sure. Um, cool. Uh, go ahead and post that for me. Let me see what I have to. Yeah. Um. Oh. Right. It occurs to me that's an instant effect, not a detect magic effect. Um. I'll still do it. I got a couple of them. Uh, where's my button? Where's my button? Here you go. Alright, let's see. Strong evil auger. In action, you open your awareness to detect such evil forces. The location of any celestial fiend or undead within 60 feet of you. It's clear. You don't smell anything okay. like that. Mm. Um. Nice. Gonna continue inward. It's gonna get very dark. Um, uh, well, dark enough for those of you with dark vision. Everything goes grayscale, basically. Mm. So color kind of seeps from the earth, and um, you can see, but it's not as detailed as you would hope it would be. Um, going deeper into the cave, uh, does anybody not have dark vision? Because there's gonna be a point where couple steps further and everything's gonna be pitch black for you i do not okay ah. so yeah I, I don't suppose any of you have a magic like the light magic thing i do i will hold up the power fist <laughs> also known as the glove of lythander and cast light I'm so glad you do, because that is not a spell that I know. No, it's not normally one I have either, but... Oh, yeah, shit. oh I haven't started taking notes. Shit. That's not good. Did I seriously not set up a notes page? Wow. What's going on? Hmm? What's going on? I didn't set up a notes page for myself. Sorry, that's a me problem. Continue on. That's okay. Um, I think after <clears throat> casting light, we move forward. Yeah. Okay. 
So you'll cast light, and the first thing that you're going to notice is that there are small little specks of, of these, these white, thin pieces throughout the stone. Like, the rest of the stone is your standard gray. Maybe a little black, you know, you got a couple, maybe... Maybe some like light crystals, like those those small formed ones. Those are in there too. Nothing magical, mind you. Just your basic sediment. But among them is these really thin white chippy pieces. All right. Uh, can I cast detect magic? See if there's any that any those thin pieces are magical. Sure. Um, upon using Detect Magic, you kind of look at these pieces, and you'll notice that they're really not. Um, uh, they didn't hold magic much either. Um, it's just... You will notice one thing. Those are, they, they're basically organic in some way. And we'll say it is concentration up to 10 minutes, so I'll have it just as we keep walking, I have it up for a bit. Can I roll an investigation or history on these, like, little flecks, see if I know what they might be? Sure. As <laughs> you know, it's, it's kind of like one of those days where, like, you feel like it's on the tip of your tongue and it still eludes you. She'll mention that these things seem familiar, but I just, I can't place what they are. Mm. I'll keep walking. Can, can uh, we make checks as well, see if we know what they are? Yeah. Sure. 13. Just close my sheet. I'm gonna roll history. Sure. So, with an investigation, it's it's hard to tell, especially even with a 13, you know, they, they're pieces of something. Pieces. Like, small little pieces. But, you can't quite figure it out. It's not like a puzzle piece or anything. Mm. Some of them have been worn away. They've almost mingled with the rocks, become part of the sediment. Um, and with a history of eight, you, you haven't really run into these. Not Makes exactly. sense. But as you continue onward into this area, there's going to be a moment where something is going to stick out. And you got your regular stragmites, stalactites, and all that stuff. But sticking in one of those is an item. And that music, that singing that you guys heard from it, is coming from it. Now, I need to double check, because I want, I want to make sure it is useful. Um... But I need to look. Yes, okay. Uh, let's see, you are. Okay. Okay. Perfect. It is a quarter staff. Um, it's a very interesting quarter staff, actually. It. 
it looks almost like elven silver. Um, at the very top of it, it holds a snowy, almost like grayish swirling orb. And what happens is, is this, this silver kind of intertwines, almost going up like a braid to the top of it. And that braid kind of bustles out to a, a cone, like a, not a cone, into like an orb. And inside that lace is just this floating orb. The bottom hmm. of the quarterstaff actually seems to have some sort of sharp edge to it, which is sticking into this, this stone. And it just continues to sing. Now, oh, that's something. Fascinating. That is a very nice stick. Do you still have your identify hat? I, I do have the identify hat. Does someone else want the identify hat? I feel like it doesn't go with the look. You no. can take it. <laughs> I'm also kind of a dumbass, but we're leaving that to the side. Here, take that. Also, also I don't know. Has it been ten minutes yet? Can I tell if it's magical? Oh, yeah, okay. it's magical. Um, but uh, just as like you're about to read, it gets, yeah. goes out. Yeah. No. Like also just to explain how his detect magic looks is his eyes go like pitch black with like smoke going out of him, and you can <sighs> almost looking at his face, you can almost see his skull. That's horrifying. That would be, I love it. That would be so scary if you weren't a lich. Yeah, I mean, it's just part of the theme now. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> it's the vibe. Uh, it's magical. That much I could tell before the spell ran out. Well, let's use the identify hat. We'll put our thinking hats on, and then she'll put the hat on with a little giggle to herself. Our what? Your thinking cap. What is a thinking cap? You never heard that saying growing up. Uh, no. No one no, ever said it around you. Nope. Wow, okay. Um, that's kind of depressing, even I That's very that sad. Before. Yeah, Novaskans okay. are weird. And the, the people who decide to do crime in Elf City are even weirder, so... <laughs> Might explain some things. I don't have the identify spell, so we're just going to uh, copy-paste it. Yeah. So it's a minute, it's a touch spell. We should probably add that to you. Yeah, if I'm going to have the hat. Yeah, please, please take the hat. Don't want it. <laughs> I need to close and reopen my sheet, because I had my sheet popped out, and apparently you can't add spells when the uh, the sheet is in its own window. That's annoying. Makes sense. <laughs> now my character sheet's just all white. <laughs> you like me to do it for you? Yeah, please. Right. I don't know why it's decided it hates me. We'll post identify there. 
Okay, so you choose one object that you must touch throughout the casting of the spell. If it is a magic item or some other magic imbued item, you learn the properties and how to use them, whether it requires attunement to use and how many charges it has, if any. You learn whether any spells are affecting the item and what they are. If the item is created by a spell, you learn which spell created it. If you instead touch a creature throughout the casting, you learn what spells, if any, are currently affecting it. Oh, interesting. Alright, so we, we touch the stuff and, uh, yeah, cast identify through the cap. Alright, I hope you guys are ready, because you're probably going to shit yourselves for this. Um, oh. This is a quarterstaff of dragon slaying. When fighting or using spells against a dragon, it gives a plus 5 to hit and a plus 10 to any damage you deal. If the end of this staff pierces the skin of a dragon, it gives the dragon poison, even if it's resistant or immune. That poison can spread over a certain amount of time. If it does not save against it, it will kill it within five minutes. What's the... Does it tell us to save for it? Uh, DC 17. Is there any way that you can post that in the chat? I will after this. Happily, thank you. Do we have any other spellcasters? We've got Cadith. Would Cadith want this? Cadith and, and Aram both cast spells. We need to find them. Yes. I, yeah, but I think you should hold on to it for now. I will absolutely hold on to it. It makes me a lot more confident going to Draftmore with the dragon playing around over top of it. Hmm. And you didn't want to check out the singing cave. I still think it was a dumb idea. It just turned out very well for us. This was a miracle. Would you like to do me a favor? I hate those words. Yeah. Roll me a perception as you pull this thing out. Alright. <laughs> uh, just so everyone is aware, I have a minus one to perception. <laughs> oh, good game. <laughs> so you're going to miss it. Everyone else, go ahead and roll me your perception. Okay. You know, the funny part is... Oh, I thought I was looking at the wrong thing. Yeah, I have a plus three, so let's see if that helps. Oh my god. Oh, thank yep. god. One second. Okay. This We're thing, all gonna it's die. It's, it's it's actually a mimic. That's that's what it is. <laughs> it's another mimic. And this one's not nice. We already have one mimic weapon. We don't need another. Yes, we do. We should all have mimic weapons. I feel like I don't want to get licked without. You know, prior knowledge of 
licking. That's on the internet forever. Why? <laughs> Didn't think <laughs> at all before saying that. No. <laughs> there you go. So, <sighs> as she pulls this out, um, and you guys kind of get a better glance of it, the, the light spell is going to kind of come over. Um, you're going to notice that what she's pulling from is not stone. Um, it is a shriveled corpse of a dragon. Oh. With old, tattered skin that has almost turned into like a thick leather. Its color has drained from its body as it's died and started decaying. And it lay kind of throughout this cavern. The size of this thing shows that this dragon was an adult. For those of you who don't know, uh, outside of game, an adult dragon somewhere, sometimes ch challenge rating is between 16 and 17 challenge rating. They're thick. If, if we look back, would, would we see, like, where the, we saw those, like, thin pieces of, like, would that would that be, like, part of the dragon or, or whatever? Or? No, but it will click in your head. Those are old remnants of eggshells. Oh, sh Okay, I gotta ask, given prior knowledge, established prior knowledge of dragons to some degree, do I know anything about this cave? This cave, no. Um, okay. But looking over this dragon, you can give me an arcana or a history. Um, well, neither's good, so I'm gonna keep with how the history check is. That's a two. Uh, you know nothing. Yep, figures. That's every day of my life. If we looked a little further in, would we find the nest? Depends. Do you want to look farther in? I, I say we're already in here. We might as well look for it further. Proceed with caution, but yeah, I'm interested too. Yeah. Proceed with caution? Why proceed with caution? I thought you two were all gung-ho and happy and excited about coming in here. Oh yeah, nobody's told her about the dragon. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't, pa don't panic, but you're stepping on a dead dragon corpse. And... You just pulled that, that staff out of a dragon. And she immediately screams and drops the um, quarter staff and jumps back. It's okay. Happens to the best of us. Just pick up the staff calmly and walk away. Also, right. those those pieces we saw before coming in here? Eggshells. Lovely. See? Look at us. We're going to come into the cabin that's totally safe with singing and just picking up the thing slowly. Alright. Deeper in the cabin we go. <laughs> Do get to go first, please. With this information, would you want to investigate this dragon at all? Take a closer look at all? Or is yeah. it Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I wanna. I okay. I you, you you already tried rolling. Oh yeah, we've 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 done our looking this <laughs> yeah, was Well you did. <laughs> I'm a look. So I I'd say Arya and Zeros, uh you know, you're you're good to either roll a history or arcana if you so wish. Well, that's a nat 20. 22 total. That. 
So this is kind of out of place, actually. So this dragon is a wind dragon. Um, most of these are usually found over large stretches of ocean. Um, they tend to fly about 90% of their life. Um, they are chaotic neutral, typically, mm -hmm. um, and can get quite gargantuan. Uh, their full ancient dragon size uh, is, is actually labeled as gargantuan. You would know these things have a couple of fantastic abilities. First off, their flying speed is double that of a normal dragon. Um, with their life having been mostly over oceans and stuff like that, their wingspan uh, is massive. Um, in fact, those who have been able to kill these dragons will also typically take the, the membrane from the wings and make sails out of them because they are just perfect for catching breezes and it, it's almost like they're magically imbued. Can I take a look and see if the membrane of the wings has been cut out? Sure. Um, go ahead and do a perception with advantage. I was about to say we just got done talking about the fact that I've got a negative one. It's a three oh, either wow. way, so... Hard to tell. Um, the thing is, is that it's a little bit more inland than you would expect. Typically, um, they would find rocky shores or, or places that uh, kind of like have crags in the middle of the ocean or, or just some kind of uh, open rock source to ha lay and, and hatch eggs. So, the fact that this thing is so inland is a bit odd. What's a wind dragon doing so far inland? As much as I hate to think about it, there's quite a few reasons. One of the biggest reasons would be that something bigger pushed it out of its territory. Lovely. All right. As you guys continue deeper into the cavern, eventually you will come to a point where the walls start to lower and round out. And... Sorry, we got a plane. I should have closed my window, but it's such a nice day today. Um... <laughs> They're going to round out and kind of sitting amongst a couple of stones. Um, there are going to be two large eggs. Um, and by large, I mean large. They are probably the size of a human. However, there's also going to be one cracked open in, in half. Uh, the other half of the, the eggshell is kind of scattered about the ground around it. Well, I guess we uh, know where the dragon came from. Also, if we wanted breakfast, we'd definitely have plenty to eat from there. Make, you know, crack a couple eggs. Would that not be considered cannibalism for you, Zeros? That's a great question, actually. 
I don't want to think about it. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Regardless, I'd rather not eat dragon. So, I mean... Oh. The one thing that you're going to notice is the smell. They're rotted. Hmm. What should we do? Set up camp and shelter and dry off a little bit before continuing. Near the eggs? No, closer to the mouth of the cave. Yes. Should we set up watches? That would be a good idea. Yeah. Probably, yeah. I could take the first. I'll, I'll take middle, I suppose. Hard to shift, might as well. Alright, then I'll get up earliest in the morning. <laughs> I mean, I, if you don't want to, I can switch places. No, it's fine. I just, uh,. I like making jokes, even when I feel unsettled by the area we're resting in. <laughs> I don't know, like, what you could possibly mean. We're inside the cave, out of the rain, where a dead wind dragon is, along with two of its eggs. One of which hatched, and there is also a dragon that we know is flying around above the thing. Yeah, it seems like all perfectly... Normal. Okay. Honestly, the dragon should probably be more scared of us. No. With our quarterstaff of dragon slaying. <laughs> yeah. We're terrifying. Truly. I'll get some sleep. I'll keep an eye out. Uh, Ray is very quickly going to go turn in, so you okay. guys can be alone. Yeah. Um, after a while, after Arya is like suitably snoring, um, Rook will sidle on over the Zeros and is polishing the head of her flail and going chain link by link on the chain, making it look pretty. Um, and so it's kind of become her form of worship. And eventually she says, You know, Zeros, I've got a question for you. Eh, I may have an answer. Or may not. Um, you mentioned that you became a lich to save your son's life, right? Yes. Why'd you do that? What do you mean? That, I don't know. Were you close with your son, or... I, I, I don't... I don't know. Just... 
course. He'll stop for a second, and then you'll just start to see, like, like probably the first time, like, to just a genuine smile on his face. Hmm. I mean, Talon was everything. Like, he's the whole reason why, like... I mean, I, like, like you said, I gave my, gave up living so he could live again. I loved my yeah. son. Tell me about him. Yeah. Uh. He... He seemed to just be... Make the world a brighter place. He wasn't like me. That's that was the most amazing part is. What you he, mean? He, he never liked fighting. I, I always gave fighting as as my reason for being. It gave me a purpose. He mm abhorred fighting i mean it that wasn't to say he didn't he was actually stronger than me in in my prime he just never liked to fight no he was more of a builder he wanted to make armor and 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 the like like he saw it as a way of protecting people because if they had better armor they would come back they'd come back alive seems like a good kid the one thing I actually did right in this world I wouldn't say that <sighs> he he was actually fixing to to leave to go improve his uh mything hmm i had talked him into coming along for that one last mission just to see what i did because he never really like he didn't you know he didn't want to come along because he didn't care for hurting people he's a gentle soul But close. Sorry. No, no. Go ahead. Uh, no, please. Right. Don't I worry. actually. I had the weapon and he points to the great sword on his back. I got it to him as a gift from a dwarf. Uh, from a dwarf crass uh, uh, weaponsmith up near uh, Rule. I actually talked to, to the, the dwarf about getting him an apprenticeship there. Wow. I was going to tell him after the mission. And then, of course, shit happens. Oh... He was a he was a protector to the end. He is not fair, yeah. 
but after once I woke up I, and was able to calm down, I looked at it at the at the greatsword. Not a scratch from an attack, like from him attacking somebody with it on it. He did everything he could to use that weapon as a shield to block attacks for other people. Once he was gone, I just, it just seemed like the world was a lot darker. So it wasn't out of guilt that you wanted to bring him back? No. It was it was out of it was mostly out of guilt. And just parents should never have to outlive their, their child. Mm. Suppose not. It's a very sweet sentiment. I... Yeah, but... I didn't want... I know what I did... was wrong, and I know he probably despises me for doing it, for bringing him back like this. Who despised their father for doing everything in their power f to keep them safe. Even if it meant what you did happened. There. Well, I mean, enough about me. What about you? Your home life. You said you can't, like, why asking about, you know, my son? Why asking about your son? Yes. Call me yeah, idly curious. No. You're the first one who's ever, he'd actually asked out of the group, so. Hmm. I... I don't know. I felt like we jumped to conclusions a little bit when we met. You and all of us, and... I hate jumping to conclusions. That's how I lived my entire life, and... I'm a little done with it. Thus, my curiosity. Uh... In answer to your question, I I think we've gone into this a little bit before, but I, I uh, may or may not have grown up in the slums of Noveska on my own, so, yeah. You didn't know your parents? I knew them for a time. Uh, I know who they are. The question is, it's what, I, I don't know whether it's a who they are or who they were, but... Um, no. I have a few memories of them, and then around the time I turned six, suddenly I was alone. Don't know how, don't know why. Just how the chips fell, and 
Everything else I've heard about them is very limited and often strangled word of mouth, so... I didn't really have parents, no. Not in the way that you had a son. Well, you still turned out good. Despite them. Despite you really think around. so? Of course. I mean, look, look, look at where you are. I mean, to be fair, we're in a cave next to a dead dragon, but still. Wouldn't be the first time. Um, you're part of a a famous guild. You're you're up in the world. You're doing something to to that could potentially save the world. I don't give a shit about saving the world, Zeros. I, if I'm honest with you, I didn't want any of this. This is just how the chips fell. I made one choice in my life that was my own, and it landed me here. And here we are. I mean, that's all any of us can really do, is just make make our choices and follow the path that that, uh, that opened up for, them, for us when we made them. I suppose. Fucked up path, though. <laughs> it wouldn't be interesting if it wasn't a little fucked up. That is a way to put it, I suppose. Alright. I'm going to go endeavor to get some sleep. Come grab me when you need me. Oh well. Good night. Night. And faceplant. Well, in the cave, the rest of the night will go pretty uneventful. You guys will get a full night's rest. You guys will get any spells spent spell spots back. In the morning, uh, you guys will unfortunately hear a whipping of wind. But just oh. barely. Like, it's not like storming. But there is a light whistle to the entrance. A I'm going to cry if there's dragon out there. Yeah, just so it's it's like it's like heavier than a breeze, but not uh, but it's it's not a windstorm. As the children say, it's heckin' windy. Can I guess? Don't. I'll check what's going on outside. Don't. Yeah, we all stay here, and I'm gonna take a look out to how it looks outside. So, you know, once once you exit the cave, there that whistling of wind is gonna kind of calm a bit. Um with the way it's all situated. Um the one thing we'll notice is that there's a lot of butterflies out there. Um some greens, some blues, some monarchs, just some pretty ones. Ugh. Disgusting. <laughs> uh, it's fine. It's only just the flying bugs out here. 
Great. Well, at least we can make it the rest of the way. Hmm. Are they the kind of flying bugs that are going to eat us? Yeah, they're the... What are they called? Butterfly things? I don't think so. Ah, yeah, we'll be fine. Okay. They'd eat us if we were dead, but not while we're alive. Wait, I'm technically undead, so... You might be in danger. Yeah, you're a little bit screwed. (laughs) I will... I will... Ice breath all of you if you try. (laughs) There's, There's one butterfly in particular that is screaming at me. Child. I'm sorry, my cat... Here's what I'd like to ask. Um, are we just waltzing out? Are we not being stealthy? Are we just... What, what's the plan on exiting? Like we're being vaguely stealthy. I'm not. I I didn't assume we were. Yeah, no, okay. there's no reason. Okay. I feel like Rook's just naturally suspicious. Yeah, so you can do that in zero scenario. Just like, yep, okay. Seems fine. do <laughs> Donuts. I'm gonna roll stealth for funsies. I roll at a disadvantage anyway. Oh wait, I don't have my armor on. Fourteen. Hey. No crime. So zeros. Um, as you are exiting the cave, not trying to be stealthy or anything like that. The butterflies will kind of move around the area, and they'll kind of start landing on everyone. Um, what would you like to do? I'd like to swat them off of me. I've just been told they'll eat me because I'm undead, so... <laughs> okay. Arya's very happy and, like, dancing around playing with the butterfly. Oh Even though God. as a player, I'm very concerned and I don't like this. Are these what I think these are? So here's what's going to happen. Let me do this. Ah, damn it. Yep. 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 Also, why do you have a half health, Rook? I don't know. Let let me find out. You need to click the long rest button. Oh, I hadn't... I have apparently not clicked the button. Okay. (laughs) Oh, Oh, rest. Did it go? As you swat at these things. Oh. Um, it is going to it's gonna make a bite at you, Zeros. This swarm is going to turn angry. The colors of these lovely butterflies are all going to turn bright, vivid, blood red. Oh no. I haven't rolled initiative yet. Let's see. Oh, shit. Yeah, no. Okay. Well, let's... Let's see. It's only a... That doesn't hit. Oh, no, that's their initiative. Oh. Um, Yeah, that's not going to hit. But they're going to start nibbling at you. 
Um, let's see. They're on. Yeah. Oh. Hold on, let me make sure I have. Yes. So they're nibbling on you, so they have to be in your area. Burst off. So here's what's going to start to occur. They're going to start to get angry. They're going to start to fly around. And they're going to start to get denser than they were before. Creatures within the space of these creatures, these butterflies, their speed is reduced by half. You must make a dexterity saving throw on your turn or become blinded. Yeah. Mm. So let's go ahead and do this descending. So Zeros, I need you to make a dexterity save for me. With, with danger sense apply, I'm going to post it. Uh, advantage of dexterity saving throws effects that you can see the traps and spells. No. Because okay. these are neither traps nor spell. I, I didn't figure it, but give it a shot, you know. Cool. Oh, God, no. So you are blinded. Um, let me see here. Make sure I got uh, the effects of that proper. It's rain and butter. Hallelujah. Blinded. You automatically fail any ability checks with require sight. You have disadvantage on attack rolls, and attack rolls against you have advantage. Ah, I see. So it is now. Well, much. yep. I am going to rage. Okay. And I'm going to do reckless attack, okay. which. I I get advantages on attack, so it's just a straight roll. Yep. At least for my first attack. And I'll pull out Dustbreaker and swing at this swarm. Okay. Turn the butterflies into liches? Dude. Did that hit? It does not. Okay. Second attack. This will be... This will not have reckless. I don't. I don't think. Let me make sure. Yep, one first. This okay. This turn. So yeah, it's still. I still just normal roll. Fourteen. Jeez. Uh, well, the music that killed soul. <laughs> oh no. You should be okay. I mean, you should be fine. You say this now. I, uh, I will say Zeros is just like get off, get off, get off, and he's just like like wildly slashing, and oh, that's yeah. his turn. Oh boy. <laughs> well, the first thing is I'm gonna need a deck save from you. Great. You were also in there. Yeah. An eleven. Is that enough? You were blinded. No, okay. Um, I'm just reading a spell to see if I need to see it. 
Okay, no, we're gonna put down Wither and Bloom right around us. Let's there see you go. You invoke death when the 10 foot spear centered at a point within range. Does not mention needing sight. <laughs> okay. so it just needs to make a DC 14. Actually, it should be a DC 15 save. Uh, what type? Constitution? Uh... And, yeah, Constitution save. fails. Okay, so it takes nine necrotic damage. Okay. And I don't think either myself or Zerus are hurt, so we're not going to use the healing aspect of that spell. That's the end of my turn. Swarm is then going to It's gonna bite at both of you. Uh, its multi-attack is targeted to anything within the swarm. Any amount of creatures in the swarm. Uh, three. It will have advantage as you are both blinded. So a nine to hit Arya. And a 14 to hit zeros. Eats it, beats it. Misses me. Uh, it will deal 23 damage to zeros. Jesus like, Christ! What type of damage? Piercing. Okay, that's half. Hello. I am taking out... I'm assuming I've put my armor back on by this point. Um, I am taking oh, out the Flail of Doom. What type of armor do you have? Uh, I believe standard. It's uh, it's a uh, chainmail. It's not magical. Hold on. One sec. That's worrying. Had to get rust no. monstered by butterflies. Oh no, it's just a another lightning strike. Oh yeah, maybe that too. So, uh, is that medium light or? 
Um, I believe that would be classified as heavy, but give me just a second. So, when we did stealth earlier, you rolled yeah. without disadvantage. Oh, I rolled without armor. disadvantage because I wasn't wearing armor. So, to don your heavy armor would take you ten minutes. This is a fair point. I'm not wearing armor. Would you not have put it on in the morning? Or, no. She also All says, right. yeah, but she said when she was stealthing, she didn't have it on, so. Yeah, I ah, explicitly fair. said I'm not going to roll at disadvantage because I don't have it on. So, okay, I don't have armor. It's fine. <laughs> Thank you yeah, for I don't have armor either. Shit. Yeah. Well, you you come with natural sturdiness. Some of us do not. Uh, regardless, me and my little armorless self are going to smack these butterflies with the flail of doom. Let's do it. That's a nine. Right through them. I believe, however, that I have an extra attack, you which I am going to use. Okay. I don't know why I'm talking in this voice. That's a ten. Even better. Okay, we're gonna die by butterflies. Yeah, I'm not surprised at all. Zero. Uh, I don't think I can do anything on my turn. Yeah. But, I probably can. I'm just not going to use it on butterflies. Okay. Right. Uh, sorry, zeros. I'm reckless attacking again. Okay. And uh, two swipes. 16 will hit. Alright, and in second a strike. And a 9 will miss. Okay. So I did 7 damage to it, and... I believe... Hold on. Did we ever say Consumed Soul was a uh, bonus, or was it, is it an action? It's more or less a bonus. Um... Not really gonna get much from these guys. Yeah, but it has been a while. It has been. Uh, let's put it like this, all right? If consuming a soul was, you know, drinking a glass of water, mm -hmm. killing two or three of these things is as if you are dropping a single drop of water from your fingertip into your mouth. Okay. Fair enough. And that's it for me. Okay. So here's here's something that you're going to notice. Okay. Um, first off, swinging Dustbreaker and hitting these things, you're going to probably cut a few of them. But because there's so many and they're so small, kind of hitting anything to do any substantial damage is difficult. So much like you, you'll find that they're not taking as much damage as you would hope. Uh, just so, just still the like roar of like frustration and just yelling, get off. Are you? Does it cost me anything to leave the swarm? Um, movement is yeah, halved, yeah. but other than that, yeah. no. Okay, so that's 10 feet there. Okay. So I'm gonna uh, come back here. Alright, healing word for Xeris. And... 
gonna try to acid splash it. So DC 15 dex save from the butterflies, please. Eight. Eight acid damage. Move your fly swarm. We're gonna move fifty feet. Uh, uh I need can I take an attack of No, you were blinded. Mm. Fair enough. Um when they leave you will lose your blinded effect, so that's good. Um, but I will need both ro ro rook, Rogue. I need both Rook and Aria to please roll me deck saves. I'm a paladin, thank you. So Aria, you will not be blinded this time. Rook, you are blinded. Yep. They're going to make a bite attack first at Arya, uh, which is an 8. Thank and then God. they're going to bite at Rook with a 15 to hit. Yeah, that will hit it. Hit it? What is it? Me. Will hit me. And that will be 20 points of damage. Hmm. Substantial. Pain. So much pain. Oh, I missed a whole fucking section of this. God. Oh, no. That's terrifying. Okay, so a plus three melee, reach of zero. It has to, You guys have to be within the swarm. 66 plus one piercing damage. And then I just saw, like, you know, there's a certain effect that happens. And then points of fewer. Target also takes 3d6 poison damage and can become poisoned for 1d4 rounds. I need you to roll a constitution saving throw, please. I am so sorry. Fine. It's okay. Are, are you immune yet? Oh, um, not to poison. Wait, 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 wait. Mm -hmm. I'm not immune to poison, but I'm immune to disease, I believe. Hold on. Poison is not disease. Yeah, it makes me yeah. immune to disease, not poison. Okay, not yet. So... Okay, so you are going to take an extra 13 points of damage, and holy shit, that was almost a crit for most of them. Okay, that does actually hurt. Um, and then I need you to roll me a d4, and that's how many okay. rounds you will be poisoned for. Fun. Oh, that's a lot of rounds. Four rounds. Uh, so, poisoned. You are poisoned. You have disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks. I already have disadvantage on my attack rolls because I'm blind. Rook. Hi. At least you can't get double disadvantage. It's sure. You're just super disadvantaged right now. Rook is having a time. It's like that one time when she got like hung over for the first time. It feels like that, I like to imagine. 
uh, when you're you're very young and don't understand how alcohol works. Um, I say as someone who only recently turned Maybe. twenty-one. Um, she's just gonna strike blind. That's actually not. Percy's screaming because he can't get into oh. the drawers in his room because they're locked, <laughs> and Corey ran in because he thought that he that Percy had like gotten caught in the drawers. Oh no. Okay. Yeah, he's not. He's fine. He's just screaming sure. because he can't open them. Oh, honey. You can't have everything you want in life. No. Yeah, we're gonna look at this good dad. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to oh. turn off the blue. He's just an angry boy. Aw. Nah. He's a cat. He wants to open drawers and pull stuff yeah. out of them. Yeah. Sorry, everybody. No, it's okay. okay. I just I thought his fingers were pinched and yeah. Yeah. No, for yeah, future reference, okay. my love, I am watching him and he was jumping around oh. from drawer to drawer. Yeah, but it's hard to tell sometimes. Yeah. I know. You're good. Okay. Um, you good, Dad? So Rook. Uh, yeah. Fourteen will miss. Great. Months. Okay. Anything else you'd like to do? Um. I want to give uh, ten lay on hands to myself. So that I don't die if I get bitten again. Uh, I think you can also cure your poison with lay on hands. I'm not. I'm not sure. I don't believe so. No. Oh wait, maybe can I? It might also be disease. Oh, I stand corrected. I can. Um, yeah. I'll, I, oh, yeah. Okay, then I'll just use five hit points to not be poisoned. Um, let me put that in chat. Here you go. Uh, best you can touch and heal wounds. You have a pool of healing points. Long That's a great catch. As an action, you can touch a creature and draw power from the pool. Restore a number of hit points equal to the creature maximum. Alternatively, you can expend five points of healing to cure the target of disease, neutralize one uh, poison affecting it. Cool. Alright. Yeah. Can't help Zerus, though, if he gets poisoned. Yeah, no. You'd, you'd actively be hurting me. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, uh, I'm gonna run up here and can instead of attacking, mm -hmm. Can I pull Rook out of the swarm and, like, move well, in front of her? So here's the first thing. Mm -hmm. The moment you enter, you need to roll a deck save. Gotcha. I would like you to point blinded. out... I... Sorry. Um, anything you wish to do now would be a disadvantage. So basically, gotcha. to pull her, you'd have to find her. So I would usually probably request like an athletics check with disadvantage quick okay. thing by the way I, I just read it better I use my action to attack I can't use another action to do lay on hand so I'm still poisoned um, okay yeah it's fine uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna next do next round a, yeah do per, uh, perception at disadvantage see if I can find Rook okay that's a natural one gonna flail around inside the butterflies yep and 
if that's my action. Uh, I no, I'm, I'm not going to say that because you didn't touch her. You didn't really do anything. You can make a swing if you like. Okay, I'll make I'll make a swing. I'm a reckless, so it's just normal. Eleven minutes. All right, well, at least I keep the rage up. Aria, you are not blinded. No, um... Oh, boy. I love this monster. So, just shoot some <laughs> things out there, guys. Tomes of Beasts from Cobalt Press. Whoa! Death Butterfly Swarm. Yep, that's exactly what this is. Mm -hmm. It's a fun one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Doing it at third level this time, and Rook, you can use a hit die to give yourself some health if you want. Tank. Hey. And it succeeds, so it takes half damage. Does it succeed? It's a 19. Is... My DC is 15. Oh, I'm sorry. I saw I saw the 10. I thought it rolled a 10. No. No, that's me. I should have let you believe that, but no, the hit dice is for a rook. So it, it takes half? <laughs> yeah, half of 9, so... 5? 4. 4. Also, Wither and Bloom, when they heal with the hit dice, they also add your wisdom modifier to it. Oh, okay. Oh, what is it? Hang on, let me read through that. I, 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 it's either your wisdom or your spellcasting modifier. I can't remember which. Spellcasting a modifier. That would be really terrible if they added my wisdom. Um, that's my charisma bonus, which is a plus four. So you get 14 health. Not dying. Yay. I, I love this spell. This is like one of my favorites. All right, so we're going to make bites, every single one of you. Uh, yeah, okay. Aria, because she's not blinded. Uh, oh, means it beats hit. it. Yeah. Okay, uh, so we're going to roll one. Oops. This is where it's going to start hurting. Uh, it hasn't already? 36 plus... 66, sorry. 66 plus one. That's 25 damage plus 3d6. And I need a constitution save, please. So you save against the poison, but you will and... still take the poison damage, so you won't... You won't. Oh, I'm down. Poison. <laughs> it took oh. me down in one hit. Yes. It's taken me down in one hit just with the first set of damage, but, you know... Alright, now we're going to go for Rook. Uh, 19 hit Rook. Yeah. Uh, 13 points. Okay. Uh, we're going to do 3d6 poison. 12 more points. Okay. And can I get a constitution save? I'm already poisoned. Oh, that's right. Good morning. Mm. 
I, I remember the lay on hands, so... Yeah, sorry. Confusing moment in everybody's life. It's fine. Uh, and then we're gonna go after... Barber Burden. Barber. Who is blind, so we will get advantage with an 11. That will miss. Alright. Rook, it will be your turn. Okay, we're gonna start actually hurting somebody. Um... Not me. No, not you. Hopefully not you, but we'll find out. Um, let me... Okay, I, I keep moving my sheet around instead of moving the screen. There we go. Alright, Rook is going to... Um, hmm, one second. She's going to attack. The question is whether she's going to use something. Um... Yeah. She's gonna use it. Um, we're going to do, uh, some, some smacking. Okay. And hopefully it hits this time. It probably won't, but if it does, it's gonna hurt. A lot. Both will hit. Great. Um, the first attack is the one that matters. Okay. Um... Because I'm adding on my Divine Smite, and I'm also going to use Orcish Fury to uh, add on another damage die. So I'm going to add another D8 to that attack. I can put that in the chat if you'd like. I think I have it in here. But basically, once, I, I, once per short or long rest, I can add an extra weapon attack die. Um, so that, and then the second one... Ah, screw it. We'll use the Divine Smite on that one, too. It needs to die already. There we go. I believe that is a total of... Um... Something like 42 damage? Mm -hmm. Nice. Anything else you'd like to do? That's it! <laughs> Zeros. Well, he's blinded, but I'm pretty sure from the swarm he heard a body drop, so he's not happy. Blinded by the butterfly. I've been saying that in my head this entire time. Really, I, I've been doing... She's blinded me with science! Song in my <laughs> head. With butterflies. Yeah, she's blinded me with butterflies! I'm gonna reckless attack. Oh, the science guy. Okay. <laughs> and two swings with Dustbreaker. 10 will miss, 15 will hit. Alright. And that's a, t a 12 slashing. How's this swarm looking? Well, it's bloody. Yeah. Okay. Hey, how, what does butterfly blood look like? Not that any of us can see it. Red. Maybe green. Well, Drops. I don't know. It's poisonous. Hard okay. to tell. Yeah. Uh, Arya, can I give a death saving throw? Yeah, are we doing that privately? Yeah. Alright. <laughs> Yay. That is a number. That is a very curvature number. Very enjoyable curvature number. We love numbers. Yep. <laughs> it's a curvature number. That's you know, I've never heard a number be, be car uh, described like that, but, you know. Well, okay. Yeah, we, we love a good curvy number. 
Good news is that it's no longer going to start swarming. And it's actually going to reduce in size. Hey. But it is going to move to you two. Yeah, that's right. Um, so we're going to bite at our, our lovely uh, paladin. That, that is indeed my class. Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, we're going to do advantage on that, which unfortunately will miss. Somehow misses, and yeah. I'm going to go at zeros with a 12. Also misses. Also miss. Uh, Rook, your turn. Hello. Well, the smacking worked so well the first time, but I imagine at this point Rook has noticed, oh shit, Ari is not talking. Um, do I have, can I have any sense of like where she is relative to me based on the fact that I'm blind? I'm gonna say no. Okay. She was, she was also running before she dropped. That's fair. Okay. Okay, I have... I can't use Lay on Hands then, because I don't know where she is. So we are going to... Bray and smack the shit out of this thing. Okay. Um, by the way, are these butterflies considered undead? I feel yeah. like that's an important question. Okay. Tiny beasts. Yeah, well. Chaotic They're just people. butterflies. Yeah. They're the only butterflies I would actually say are truly chaotic evil. They are alignment chaotic evil. God, I right, have it's a great idea. Doing ahead. some great hits. Yeah, now. Alright, I'm gonna save the Divine Smites just in case. There's 19 total points of bludgeoning damage. Right to their antennae. We'll take out the last few. Hey! Ah. Do I need another hey. death save or is I, someone gonna come over? I, I gotcha, I'm going. Rick, do we cease to be blinded with the butterflies gone? Yes. Okay. But still poison. Rick. Yeah, no. That, yep. Mm -hmm. Rick is just running over to Arya and just smacks her hand wherever is convenient. Um, I, I live to make you laugh, Lily. Um, and, uh, we're gonna, we're gonna give her, uh, 15. Okay. You get 15 HP. Oh, thank you, I didn't need that much. Sorry. Well, you get it now. Congratulations. You're gonna gasp awake and sit up. He's like, where'd they go? You good? Yeah, I guess. At least now I can uh, tell the shameful story of how I got put down by a pack of butterflies. I told you those things are awful. They probably would have been fine if you didn't start hitting them. You told me they'd start eating me, so I this is just as much as y'all's fault. <laughs> nope. Yep, okay. Uh, so, all in favor of never telling the others this happened? Why? Sure, yep. Because they will laugh a lot. It cost a mass healing word super quick. Yeah. Um I don't I don't those think those who really need hit laugh. points. We got our asses Thanks, handed babe. to us by a flock of butterflies, of course they'd laugh. No, so I'm fine. I've I'm only missing two, so y'all two need it more. I I'm I am at six HP. Yeah, take eight. 
<laughs> Thank you. Also, also, you couldn't heal me anyways. Yeah. Nope. I could cast Toll the Dead on you, but again, you're not missing any hit points. Only two, so I'm fine. Well, Toll the Dead is a uh, cantrip. I do not a, feel great. You get two exactly. <laughs> I choose to fail, so yep. Well, that happened. Did we? I mean, are y'all good? Do y'all want to rest in the cave? Or nope, keep I want to get to Draftmore. Hold. Rook will proceed to find the nearest bush, vomit into it, fix herself with lay on hands, and come back. Okay, we're good. Let's go. Hey, hold on. Should you put your armor on? Rook will proceed to go back behind the bush, put her armor on, come back. Okay, now okay. can we go? In the ten yeah. minutes it took you. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, hold on. No, you're good. Got a freaking plane. Ugh. We can't hear it if that makes you feel any better. Well, that's wonderful. Um, In the ten minutes it's going to take you, by the time you come out, a trickle of rain has started. And the sounds of sun thunder in the sky will clap again. I don't know Let's just go. Let's just go. Help out with yourself with a cloak. We walk quickly, we'll get to draft more, it'll be fine. Yep. <sighs> now, I, I gotta ask. Because ah. Brooke was the only one who had seen this. Hmm. Throughout this rainstorm, as you guys are making your way to Draftmore, and I will have you guys roll one more travel die for me today, and I will make that rook. Yeah. Um, there is there any time that you're checking the sky? Okay. So here's what we're gonna do. Um, oh shit. E eight. Uh, and that's a one. That is a natural one on a D eight. Well, we're gonna die. Just... Our, our D8 is a medium risk, medium reward. Four days of travel. Why are you screaming? So. Whew, oh boy. Now, this doesn't seem like much of a medium risk, uh, but here's the situation. And especially with what's going on around the town. This could be kind of bad. You guys are going to get most of the way to Draftmore. You're about maybe 30 minutes just outside the town. And you're going to hear large, heavy wings beating. And these cows just on the outskirts of town, kind of roaming the fields eating, are going to start to panic. And they're going to try to run. They're going to start running for the trees, which are miles away. But it's the only thing that they can think of to get away from something. And at first, nothing can be seen. But parting from the clouds is this large, white and blue-winged, uh, how else to put it, uh, dragon. Uh, now, the first thing that's going to happen is, uh, <coughs> I think it was Arya. Uh, no, who successfully realized that it was a wind dragon? 
Yeah, it was Arya. That was Arya. Arya. You're going to easily notice that this is on the cusp of ancient, uh, but pretty much an adult wind dragon. Oh, no. It's going to come down, and it is going to land its two rear feet on top of a cow. And it's going to be positioning between you guys and Draftmore. The first thing it's going to do is beat two wings. And it's going to send them towards the cow still running. And you'll watch as this whirlwind picks from the ground up into the air, almost like a small typhoon. A great, huge wind of tunnels. And they're going to wisp towards the cows. And it's going to pick two or three of them up. And you're going to see them whip around and fall from, like, amazing heights. And then it's going to lean down, and it's going to bite the head off this cow. And then it's going to turn towards you guys. It's going to stop for a moment. It's going to look at you. And then it's going to turn around. And it's going to start walking its way into Draftmore. And that, everybody, is where we're going to end it. God. What the shit? You and your freaking cliffhangers. Yeah. That's a whole dragon. It's a whole ass adult dragon. That's a a, a, almost ancient dragon. Yeah. That's a a on the cusp of retirement dragon. (laughs) I want to thank Cobalt Press. Uh, I know Tomes of Beast 2 has just come out. Well, not just come out. It's been out for a little bit. And I'm still trying to get my hands on it. Um, But I have Tomes of Beast 1, Creature Codex here. Special... Special edition creature codex. Um, so if you like the monsters we've been using, uh, the Wind Dragon, uh, that's in here. Uh, Death Swarm, that's in here. Um, I've kind of altered some other creatures that we've used in the campaign already so far from these books. Check them out. Trust me, you will not be disappointed. There are thousands of different things to add into your collection. Uh, I also want to thank Sirenscape for the sound effects, the music, the wind, the lightning, all of that. Without that, we couldn't really set the mood as well as we do um, and as much as we enjoy doing throughout the campaign. There is a bit of an announcement. Um, Lily and I have... My lovely wife here, Lily. In the next coming year, we're writing on a script. We're working on casting people for... We're going to be making our own radio drama. Calling it Night Owl Radio. It's going to be set in a city with a lot of weird and crazy, like, mythical stuff. And we're planning on things like Wendigos. We're, we're doing Medusas. We've got lake monsters and zombies and vampires and werewolves and a whole bunch of mess of stuff that we're going to just bring into this, this lovely setting. So we just want to say keep an eye out for that. We're going to keep giving you guys updates. I just want to say thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for being here. We'll be back again next week with the full cast. And remember, keep your opportunities open. Bye. Bye.